Hey, Rich. Hey, Michael. And hello to everyone out there. This is Bit Punch Radio, episode 010. Rich, I want to talk about the games of 2021 today. Oh, boy. I want to talk about... Yeah, let's... I want to know, like, uh, let's. I want to like dive into just like what's coming. What do we think is going to be pushed back? What's uh, what's on the release palette? So we have an article here that we'll go through towards uh, the back half of the show, where we'll discuss uh, kind of the first three months of 2021 video game releases, and then there's just this massive dump of games. I don't plan on reading everything, but I would just like to kind of go through it and see what sticks out. Uh, you know, preliminary, I was looking over the list and I wasn't seeing anything shocking. You know, I see a lot of sequels coming out. I think the industry right now is kind of playing it safe, it seems. But I know there's going to be games like Among Us and Phasmophobia that are going to leak out throughout the year. And so those are definitely things that are more interesting to me even though i'm not necessarily playing them i'm seeing people that just tend to play call of duty like in my family are starting to play among us and yeah i had no idea that i was friends with uh, some of my, my cousins on steam and they were like hitting me up it was like hey are you playing among us right now and i'm like wow this you got away from halo like this is <laughs> shocking so yeah it's definitely broken that uh broken that wall which is great i love that the that there's like this influx of new stuff coming coming in and you know it's it's not they're not graphic intensive i mean I, you could play among us on on a phone right now if you wanted to so it's just really cool i think the the industry's at a really good spot right now especially with new consoles you know you've got the games that are going to be really pushing that but then you've got these weird indie things that are coming out that are just trying to be clever with the with you know just where things are so but uh before we dive into that what have you been up to uh as far as games go not much new um still kind of slowly working my way through assassin's creed um did play we're a little still bit of a cyberpunk <laughs> yeah we're still pre-cyberpunk yeah yeah <laughs> um hey do you take do you take off work yes yes i did oh, okay i'll put yep. it in yep for sure um no, I actually did play Apex Legends for the first time in quite a while. Uh, that game's a lot different. There's it, it didn't a uh, so we're recording on twelve uh, two. Didn't like a big patch hit today, or was it yesterday? Or I honestly couldn't tell you. There's there's like two new maps that I had never even seen before, so I'm I'm pretty far behind on where Apex is as far as uh, uh, patches go. Um, mm. Just a few more characters. Yeah, that game's still good. Still a good game. Are you uh, still playing... Um, what's his name? Uh, yes, Mirage. Yeah, yeah I play yeah, the same Mirage. character. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So do, do they have a lot new... Uh, like many new characters on there? I think there's at least four new ones since I played. Mm. I could not tell you their names. I know. I know. One of them is like really uh, defensive based. She like puts up little barriers, and she has like a mini gun. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, actually, one of the characters is uh, Loba. She can put down this little store, and it will um, basically shoot out like a circle, like a radius, and you can just 
pick up like anything that's within that radius, like any loot. So like there's like a purple scope like somewhere in a building within that circle. You can just like buy it right there. Like not buy it, but like you get to pick two things to take. And oh, that's wow. like her that's her uh that's her active ability. So like her left bumper ability. Um, which is hmm. kind of kind of cool because you'd be like, oh, I'm gonna take this purple shield and this purple thing, and I didn't have to go find it. Um, so yeah, it's been fun. I'm terrible at it, but it's okay. So are they are they pretty in your face with like buy our battle pass? Actually, I I don't even in? I haven't even seen the battle pass, and I've been playing for three or four days. Hmm. Oh so, wow! Yeah, no, they've they're not too in your face with it, I guess. So. So today is the new Fortnite Battle Pass, and as soon oh. as my son logged onto his computer and he's seen the Mandalorian there right in front Uh-oh. of his face, he started screaming and freaking out and threw his turtle piggy bank at me, and so he now has the Battle Pass. <laughs> so. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So, happy Fortnite Day to us. But. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, so, you, so new... you're still liking Assassin's Creed? Yeah, it, it's fine. It's okay. I it's think those I'm okay games. To skip that one. Sounds like. Uh, yeah, yeah, you probably are. Unless you're really into Vikings, then yeah, I think you probably are. Um, but yeah, oh, that's I love Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not 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 much new as far as games go. I did get my sweet new uh, standing desk set up though. Yeah, I want to hear all about this. Yeah, yeah. So I bought the um, Veradesk electric standing desk. It's a 60-inch by 30-inch um, desk. Um, it's not one of the, like, toppers that, like, sits on the desk and then, like, you pull the levers and, like, it raises. It's one with, like, mm-hmm. the electric control um, where you raise the entire desk up and down. Um, and then I got a dual monitor arm from Veradesk that holds these two uh, monitors I got from work. I think they're 24 inch monitors. Mm-hmm. And I have a, I had a uh, blue Yeti microphone that we've, that, you know, I've been using to record the show and, and do teams calls at work. And then, so I bought a, uh, a boom arm for it. It's the, uh, I think it's the blue compass. If I remember right. Pulling yeah. 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 It's the blue compass. And, I got their shock mount also. So I have like my whole mic set up on a boom arm. I have my work computer hooked up to this cause I'm working from home again. So I have like my work docking station here. I have a, um, a little stand for my MacBook pro and I bought a USB C hub with HDMI two HDMI outs. So I'm literally just put my MacBook in there, plug in one plug and then everything just fires up. It's fantastic. Nice. And the keyboard that I use is a Logitech. Um, I think it's a K 87, and it has different, um, you know how like some of the logic mice you can switch between computers if you hit the little button, it's got a one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. This keyboard has that. So like when, when I want to work, I just hit the two and it switches over to my work computer. And then See, I, can... I, I have a hardware switch that, ah, okay. bounces back and, that bounces back and forth between my work, my work laptop and then my gaming computer. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's super, super useful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really like this uh, this keyboard and kind of mouse setup. So, so yeah, I'd never really had a standing desk before. Um, I have this uh, Secret Lab Titan chair um, that is really comfortable. But the the old the old IKEA desk that I had in here, um, 
was kind of too high for that chair. Like the way I like mm. to sit in that chair, my arms were too high, and so my back would hurt really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I kind of bit the bullet and bought this thing, and it goes like really low and then like super duper high. Um, but it's it's absolutely awesome. I love this thing. So does <clears throat> does your company like force you to be on video? Not right now. No, I, I okay. don't think they'll. I don't think they'll probably do that. Right. So I've been working from home since March and I've changed my setup here a couple of times. You know, I've added some pieces of hardware here and there, but we don't ever like really require uh, to be on video. Like sometimes if if I get a phone call and, and somebody's on, then I'll pop mine on. It really just depends on like what I'm wearing. But yeah. I have like full, I have fell head first into this dad quarantine life now where, so we live in the Midwest and it's super cold right now. Oh yeah. And my office is above the garage. So the floor gets cold. And so in the first time ever, I finally have some awesome house slippers just to keep my feet warm. And it's just, it's just been such a nice upgrade. So <laughs> you're talking about all this cool desk stuff and I'm just really happy in my comfy slippers right now. Yeah, I'm actually looking at some right now because my whole desk setup is in my basement. And you got those so, hard floors down there. Yeah, yeah, I have like tile floors down here and in the winter it gets really cold. We've got a heater down here, but when we're podcasting I don't run it because this place is already like the worst recording, uh, <laughs> voice recording place in the world with all the echo down here. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't want to make that worse. So yeah, I was actually looking at some uh, little house slippers too. So yep, do it. <laughs> Gotta get the merino wool, merino wool slippers. That's where it's at. Yep. But no, I really, really like this desk. I, I tend to. I've only used it uh, like three or four days, like in a, like a full to work day. Um, and I, I tend to start the morning like standing. I tend to like that kind of wakes me up. Um, yeah. I, and I and I'll usually stand for like a couple of hours and then sit and then stand and sit and stand, kind of bounce back and forth. Mm-hmm. Just kind of depends on how busy I am. Um, but it is super nice because I I work on an iPad quite a bit. We do a lot of drawing um, and like little mock-ups on iPads. And like if you've ever like sat at a desk and like had an iPad like in a in like a keyboard um, case where it's like at an angle, it can it's really low. Like your 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 whole body's kind yes. of tilted forward, and you'll notice your like your neck will start hurting, your shoulders shoulders will start hurting. So with this desk, I can kind of raise everything up and get the iPad kind of at a more eye level, and kind of draw on it a lot easier. So it's it's been super super nice. Um, mm. This thing was super easy to put together. Um, it I think I put it together in five minutes. This desk. What? Yeah, it's ridiculous. There was four bolts four little screws the legs come pre-assembled and they just like snap into the desk and then you just flip it over and you're done it was pretty amazing like no wobbling no issues like that when you've got it fully raised so when it's standing when it's at my standing height if i um if i really kind of put my arms on the desk or kind of move try to move the desk the monitors will shake a little bit but that's kind of to be expected like they're oh, suspended yeah. Yeah, on monitors you know too. but the desk no the desk is rock solid like it doesn't move 
Um, it's got this little control panel with like presets. So I have like a one, two, three, like four presets. Um, and it's nice because it locks. So when my kids can't run up and like, it's the first thing my five-year-old did. And she's like, dad, I want to raise your desk up. You know, I want to, I want to push the button. <laughs> it's like, nope, I got it locked. So you can't push it. And you know, nice. Yeah. It's, it's super duper nice. My, uh, the next thing I'm looking for is a, um, an external SSD for my MacBook pro. Um, mm. still, I was kind of looking on black Friday, but I'm not quite sure in cyber Monday, like what I wanted. Uh, those things are kind of pricey. They're like a hundred to 200 bucks if you want like a terabyte or two terabytes. So I'm kind of, kind of doing some research on that now. What, what finish did you end up getting? So it's a reclaimed wood, like veneer. It's not real like reclaimed, reclaimed wood. It's like printed on. It's, it's definitely like a veneer, but this thing is all kinds of heavy. Yeah. Like, I like the butcher block look yeah, of yeah. some of these different patterns. Yeah. You know? I got, I got the reclaimed wood. It does kind of look sort of, looks like a barn, like old barn siding kind of. Um, yeah. It, it's super That's what cool our kitchen looking. table looks like. Yeah. Yeah. It's super cool mm-hmm. looking. Um, but it is heavy. Like it, like the whole desktop came in obviously one big box and it took, everything I had to carry it down to this basement. <laughs> it's like a hundred pounds. I mean, it was heavy and it's big, so it's kind of unwieldy. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty sturdy. I, I like it. I can't remember how much it was. Let me look here. Uh, six fifty. Yeah. I think I got it a little cheaper than that. Um, I think I got it like 10% off, but it's, it's worth every penny. What else have you been up to? Um, hey, you were looking at keyboards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where, where'd you land out with that? Um, well, I've had this, like a, like I was talking about earlier, I've had this keyboard, this Logitech. I think it's the K87 or K78. I, I like this quite a bit, mm-hmm. but I, 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 I'm I, trying to convince myself to get a mechanical one. I just don't know which one to get. So right. I'm still... Still doing research. Hey, you on know, that. Amazon has a 30 day return policy, so you yeah. can always just order one, send it back. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's what it was. I was in Best Buy looking at some stuff, and I saw uh, Logitech has like a gaming style, like mechanical keyboard. And I was like, oh, this thing is super nice. And then I saw the price tag, it was like $200. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, my right. gosh. But it, it did look yeah, super nice. The, the one I got, uh, it was around probably 40 and we actually bought my son one. He's got the cherry reds, or no, I'm sorry, he's got the cherry blues. So they're a little more clicky-clacky than mine. I've got the brown. Yeah. But I, I, li- I really like his keyboard. Um, yeah, it lights up. It does all that stuff. It's got the, it came with the, his keys are removable, so we could change out the, you know, tactile feel if we wanted to, but... He's six, so we were yeah. just honestly looking for, um, yeah. He's since he's doing e-learning at home, he needs as much desk space as possible. And I gave him like a big Lenovo out of the box keyboard, you know, that was just massive and it took up a lot of space. Yeah. So we were just looking at those ten keyless, you know, and they the mechanical ones are only like ten dollars more. So I'm just like, let's get him a keyboard that's gonna last him like a long time, you know. Because it's right. it's it's a really nice mechanical keyboard, and they sound good, and it feels good to type on it. So, and he's learning how to type, so that's cool. Hmm, that's crazy. But now, but now everything will be inferior to him. What what grade did you learn? What grade did you learn to type in? 
So we're, we're about I, the same age, so I'm curious. I think I picked up on that stuff maybe a little. Well, I don't know. Like typing class? Hell, I don't think I full-blown was typing until middle school. Yeah, I think eighth grade is when we had our first Mavis Beacon typing class. Okay. No, because I remember doing all those weird, I can't remember the names of them, but it was like just real shoddy, like getting a bear across a river, just those yes, weird little yep. games that you would play of just like, well, I'm going to hit ASDF a thousand times. Um, <laughs> and I think I did that stuff in elementary school, but I don't know if I was like, if I'd consider myself like a good typer until probably mid uh i'd say middle school probably seventh grade yeah yeah that's that's just crazy to think about i know so we had uh you know i did keyboarding in high school and i just i mean i was blowing through like our tasks in five minutes and there were still people that just could not but you know i was just a nerd growing up you know i'd was in command and conquer Tiberian sun chat rooms is acting like a fool. And <laughs> that just helped me get better at typing. Uh, them good old days. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Anything else you're reading Dune? So that's yeah, our December I, I, pick. Yep. I just started, I started our December graphic novel Dune. Um, I'm, I'm about a third of the way into it. I think it's, it's, it's keeping my okay. interest. So I'm, I'm excited good. to keep reading it. Good, good, um, good. Do you want to talk about Mando now or later? <sighs> Hell, we can discuss it now. Okay, okay. I got to know what you think. So, I think this is the episode where I've, I'm like, okay, I'm fucking up here. I need, I really need to watch um, Clone Wars. So, I've been talking to my son about it. And, you know, I'm like, hey, do you, what do you think if dad watched uh, some of these without you? And he's just like, no, fuck you, dad. I'm like, all right, well, let's, <laughs> we need to carve out some time then because I want to get through this. So I'd, there's like a thousand episodes between this and Rebels. But I, apparently the guy, well, not apparently. So the guy that wrote those cartoons is is, is directing episodes of this show, or he's co-writing it with um, John John Favreau, Favreau or name's, something like that. His name is Dave Filoni. He's yeah, yeah. He he's basically the uh, he's the Star War, right? Yeah, he he's the new George Lucas. Like he's going to be the new George Lucas. Like he's the okay. kind of keeper. He's kind of moved on to an, a bigger role at Disney. He's he's sort of the keeper of Star Wars. Is what people want him to be, basically. But yeah, he he developed Clone Wars and Rebels. So you know, I'm obviously I'm missing a lot of stuff because I just don't know these characters, and and I know like people are probably like bawling their eyes out seeing Ahsoka Tano in real life, but. That stuff just is like, okay, well, that's cool. I like Rosaria Dawson. You know, that's that's neat. So I'm I'm just missing a lot of that. But it, there's such a barrier there because I know there's just so much to consume. And I've heard um, that they're good, but they're not great first seasons. But the first seasons of these are like 20-something episodes. So it's just I know there's going to be a, a hill to climb. But I know it pays off. I get it. I've never really cared for Star Wars growing up. But I just hear this is like some of the better storytelling. And I know you've been preaching at me for a while. But I think we're finally going to bite the bullet and 
and try to start getting through these. And I would like to be caught up before, you know, Mandalorian season three starts. Yeah, man, there I'm, I don't even know what season of Clone Wars I'm in, but they're the nice thing about those is they're 22 minutes long. So they're, they're pretty short, but they do kind of, you know, there's multiple, multiple episodes can make up like one story arc. That's pretty common within that series. Oh, well that's good. Yeah. I mean like one, like one story arc can be four episodes. So it's not like it's a thing where it's a monster of the week or something like that. Like they're they're kind of telling stories throughout multiple episodes. Oh yeah, I mean there are certain episodes that are like that, like sure. sort of like the first couple episodes of Mandalorian this season. Like oh we're gonna go do this thing and then that's it. Right. Like we're never going back right. to that. And there's like barely. It, I think it shows like um, the Flash and just those type of shows that I'm I. They're just, I don't know. I, I just couldn't get into them because there just was barely any story week from week. And it just, I don't know, I just couldn't couldn't hold my interest, I guess. But yeah, no, they, I thought this yeah. was a really good episode. I thought it was really pretty. Um, it seems like it sets up a lot. Grogu, I was not expecting to <laughs> have a name or... Um, no, I thought it was uh, like you. You started messaging me after you watched it, and you, you were talking about how how nice it looked and the cinematography was great. And I thought they did a. I thought they did a really good job there. Um, it was probably one of the better episodes this season. I think this ser- this uh, it's getting better as it's going along, and so. Uh, yeah, I I, I want to know what you think because you you've just got more of that backstory. To this stuff yeah, than I do, yeah. so I'm coming into it just blind and like, oh, this was, this is fun. It looked good on my TV. I, I love that Disney Plus uh, is doing their stuff in 4K. I'm starting to be very cynical of that now, Rich. Oh, really? The fact that uh, we, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm turning into such an asshole about specs now because uh, HBO doesn't do 4K. None of their content is in 4K. Mm. And so I was getting all. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going on a tangent here. So. Um, you know, I was excited and I was like, okay, they're, they're going to be releasing Wonder Woman, but I want to watch this in 4k and it's bullshit that they, that HBO max isn't doing 4k. No, they are for Wonder Woman. Right. That's I was leading into that. So, yeah. So then they finally announced, they're like, well, we will do an Adobe digital and you know, all the, all those acronyms, um, that they're going to like actually release that movie you will be able to watch that in 4k, which is nice, but you know, I want to see, um, 4k has been around a while and they're filming this stuff in 4k. So it's really strange that they're not just, they don't have a version, even if it's five more dollars a month, whatever price gouge, I don't care, but I would pay for it now because I spent all this fucking money on this TV. And it's still crazy to me that 4k is the norm now, but it's hard to find 4k content. Yeah. But Disney is doing it right. Man, Mandalorian looks fucking incredible on this TV. And like now, I don't even want to go downstairs and watch. There's If if my wife or my kids are just like, no, let's just sit downstairs. I'm like, I'm not watching it. <laughs> you all watch it by yourself, <laughs> you then fucking, I'll stream it upstairs. <laughs> you fucking peasants. Go down there and watch yeah. your HD, your 1080p. <laughs> Uh, that 1080 bullshit. Oh man, that's bad. All right, I'm sorry. I had to. I had to get that off my chest. But okay. No, okay. this was this was a good episode of Mandalorian. 
I'm I'm excited where they go. I hope that wasn't their only. Okay, so well, first of all, we got we're gonna spoil this. Um, I hope that they keep bringing Ahsoka Tano back, but because I know he's on another mission, he's going to another planet now. So right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so I've been pretty hard on the Mandalorian, um, especially the first. I mean, since the beginning, I've. I've thought it's kind of a bad... It can be... There's times when it can be a really bad show. And some of those episodes yeah. are just real bad. Um, especially this season. Um, and after last week... So, yes, I have all this back... This kind of back... Uh, or I've watched Clone Wars. I've watched some of Rebels. I want to make it all the way through Clone Wars before I get really into Rebels. Um, so I, okay, I know, so is that the is that the natural order of things? You should watch yes, Clone Wars before uh, Rebels. I think okay. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's my official Star Wars opinion. Um, okay. Hey, I'm. I'm yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm following yours. So so I was pretty pumped for this episode. Um, kind of not knowing, kind of kind of rumors about it being Rosario Dawson. Um, and I got to tell you, I'm having trouble thinking of a TV episode that I enjoyed more than that in like the last five or so. I can't think off the top of my head of a episode of a TV show that I enjoyed more than that episode. It was so fucking good. So good. Like just the way they introduced her, like, you know, she, she's in this wood. She's just fucking people up. Like it's very dark, and they're putting like a lot of lighting on her face, and she's obviously very colorful. Like that, that part of that cinematography was fucking cool. Like when they were standing up there on that wall and looking down yeah. on her, and her face was just lit up. It, it just looked so fucking cool, um, and just really, I think it really helped that show kind of bringing a Jedi into it because you know Mando's kind of the badass, right? You got Moff Gideon who kind of know what he can do, but kind of don't. Um, mm-hmm. And, and just seeing, like, one Jedi coming up to this basically stronghold and, like, she knows there's nothing they can do about it and they know that there's nothing they can do about it. Like, she's she's going to come in there and get what she wants, right? Right. Like, it, it was just a cool kind of kind of deal. And I thought Rosario Dawson did a great job playing Ahsoka Tano. Um, mm-hmm. And... <sighs> It was just a really, really good episode. I, I, I loved every bit of it. It was fantastic. I watched it two or three times. Is is great. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. I re I rewatched it because it was it was just that good. Um, but yeah, Dave, Dave Filoni um, directed that episode, and I think after that 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 episode has made such a big splash, um, with you know the internet and, and social media that. Yeah, they they just need to give him all the Disney money and let him do whatever he wants with Star Wars, <laughs> because he he knows what what he, what to do with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also mentioned mentioned um, Great Animal Thrawn, so that's that's a big Which Rebels. I don't thing. know who that is. Yeah, it's a big Rebels uh, storyline. Um, he's one of the kind of most beloved bad guys in Star Wars canon. But it, it starts to get weird because when Disney bought Star Wars, they made a lot of the uh, the Thrawn um, stories like the Legends, not canon, like the Star Wars Legends stories. So like they, uh-huh. they're obviously going to bring some of that back into canon. With they wouldn't have brought up his name without you know 
something going having, on. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've seen Thrawn's name on a comic. Once. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a ton of comics, ton of, yeah, ton of stuff. Okay. Yeah. He was introduced yeah. in, I think a comic and then he got really popular and he got, and they kind of spun him off. Um, but mm-hmm. he's in, he is in rebels. Um, is he a Jedi? No, no. He doesn't have a lightsaber. No, he's like an empire. He's like a, he basically takes over like what's left of the empire. Um, kind of like, kind of like, like what, what sets it, what, what makes him different? He's just like a really good, like strategist. Like he's like kind of like Tarkin. Like he's, oh, he's just okay. a really good, like strategist and tactician and, and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I have to think that they're going to bring Ahsoka back for more episodes. Like they got her, they got her whole costume kind of nailed. Like, I feel like that would be a waste for one episode, but it was a damn good episode. Um, I'm, I'm pretty excited to see sort of where it goes from here. Yeah. And like, again, just my lack of knowledge of this whole canon, but you know, he's going to find more Jedi. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, there's certain Jedi that would be kind of around, like, yeah. So Ahsoka tells him to go to this place and that's kind of strong with the force. And if Grogu, baby Yoda, you know, reaches out to the force, it'll kind of alert other Jedi through the force. Um, Mm. which, you know, um, Mando's kind of trying to deliver Grogu to Ahsoka to train him, right? I mean, he's he's technically a foundling, so he should be trained. Well, Ahsoka doesn't want to train him because she already sees that he has these attachments to Mando and, and you know, and that he's kind of been hiding the Force. He was actually being trained um, on Coruscant uh, before, you know, the whole Order 66 and Anakin thing. And that's what mm-hmm. that's what that's where Ahsoka is getting that from. Is she was uh, Ahsoka is uh, Anakin's Padawan, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So Ahsoka and and Anakin are, you know, like brother and sister. BFFs. Yeah, I mean they're they're super super close. And that that's what that's what all of that's what all of the Clone Wars TV shows about. The the cartoon is Ahsoka, Anakin, and Obi Wan. I told you we loaded the first episode or the Star Wars, Star Wars episode one and watched the pod racing scene on yeah. this new TV. And it looked incredible. Like I said, you know, they're doing a lot of work to upscale some of their stuff. And just out of the blue, my son was talking about that today, actually, at dinner, which is kind of funny. So we're going to have to just sit and watch all that. And, you know, my wife, she's not the biggest fan of it, but. She's into Mando enough now where she's like, I think we're just going to have to watch all this. <laughs> and I'm yeah, like, okay, yeah. well, let's get started. <laughs> We've got a whole winter ahead of us. So, Hey, man, I like the prequels. They're not that bad. Yeah. Yeah, hey, but the little bit I watched of episode one, it was like, okay, I definitely want to sit and watch this movie now. So <laughs> I don't remember much about them, though. So, um. Even episode three, I'm not sure I've actually finished that entire movie. Hmm. So, yeah, hmm. it'll be a unique experience for me. But yeah, this uh, who, where can they take this show? Where, what is it gonna like? How long do the do we think that we can keep this? Like, if he goes and delivers Grogu. Is this show going to continue without him? 
Like, could we see the Mandalorian just going off and doing his thing, like, at the start of the show and not have a little baby Yoda on him? Um, possibly. I don't know, because it's kind of this buddy cop kind of vibe right now, right? Because you got the two of them together. They're kind of a package deal. So right. uh, I, I would say they're going to end up staying together, but you never know. You never know what they're going to do. They could roll Ahsoka in. There's rumors about Ahsoka's yeah, going to get he, her own spinoff if, now and, like, all this stuff. So, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah I'm, if you I'm, put a little yeah. posse together. Right. Uh, uh, bring uh, Gina's character. I can't remember her name, but, you know, put a little, like, three or four person posse or team together. That, that might be kind of cool. Yeah, like a little... But, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, but with Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, you have to have a you know a, a, an IG Eleven in there, and um, <laughs> yeah, some sort of alien. But yeah, that would, I think that I think that would be an interesting show too. Just pump that ACDC and yeah, take off <laughs> flying through space. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, enough Mando. What have you been up to? Man, so. Uh, okay. The only game I've really been playing is Divinity. And you and I recorded an episode of like our favorite games of the generation. And I think I fucked up. Oh. Because Divinity is so fucking good. And it would easily make my top five and i'd have to shove mario odyssey out of the way because this whoa this whoa, game is whoa, just whoa, spectacular whoa. i know it's i know it's on the internet now it's set in stone i can't someone holding anything. a gun to your head no i've got <laughs> just this beer in my hand i know it's already been told the prophecy is written episode seven or eight or six or whatever episode we did of that on it's out there i can't change that but I'm saying here, Matt Perry now, Michael Perry now, sorry, is freaking loving the shit out of Divinity, and it's like all I want to do. I'm ready huh. to quit my job and just become a Divinity streamer. It <laughs> sounds like a really good life I would like to do, but it's just not in the cards. As long as the so, music isn't copyrighted, you're good. It's got really good music, too. You know what? <laughs> I've been thinking of adding that to Apple Music. Um you know, speaking of Apple Music, I'm just all over the place today. I hope that's okay. I um, We've subscribed to Apple Music because we're going to get that bundle, you know, the Apple One bundle. So I'm moving yep. away from Spotify. Man, Apple Music is just not where Spotify is at all. Nope. No, it's not. And for some reason, it, like when I load iTunes, first off, iTunes is slow as fuck. And I hate trying to navigate through that stuff because I honestly, I just want to get to like my playlist, but I'm like six clicks deep into iTunes trying to find this stuff. They don't really display it correctly. And now for some reason, it'll like display this long list of here's what you've played over the past however long you've had this. And I'll click the fucking play button and it plays some goddamn feral song. Every fucking time. It doesn't matter what I click on, Rich. I'm listening to Feral. Oh, boy. It's a piece of shit. You're stuck in a time capsule. (laughs) Fucking Feral. I don't care about him. I want to listen to my metal. Yeah. But no, I got to listen to... Oh, gosh. I don't know why it's like... You don't want to be happy? 
No, I don't. I want to like listen to my depressing death metal. All right. But I can't because I got to listen to fucking Feral because that's just all iTunes is like, here, here's your music. It's there's good in there somewhere. Now, I am on a Windows machine and I'm sure they don't give two shits about their Windows client, but it's what I got and it sucks. It's terrible. And it makes it really makes me want to switch back. Hmm. Yeah, because I Spotify to iTunes is or music or whatever a, this app is called anymore in years. Even so do you Mac. do you do you subscribe to anything? Spotify. Oh man, it's yeah, it's yeah, great. You, it's perfect. I got the family it's thing. Perfect. My wife has her own stuff. I have my own stuff. It's it's fantastic. Yeah. So I'm just. Trying to drink this Kool-Aid, you know? I want to get this bundle so I can save $5 or something like that. But here I am bitching because it's an inferior product. Spotify is so good. And Amazon Music, or sorry, Apple Music is just shit. The client on Windows sucks. Anyway, I'm really liking Divinity. Um <laughs> So I started watching the Harley Quinn show on HBO Max. And uh, Harley Quinn is voiced by Kaylee Kuko. Kuko, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Yeah, Big Bang Bang Theory Theory. Yep. Yes. She's awesome as Harley Quinn. Rich, I didn't know anything about this show. I just knew that um, the only thing I knew about it was that Ron Funches voices King Shark. That's all mm. I knew about it. Okay. And and he's upset that he's not playing King Shark in the Suicide Squad movie that's being directed by James Gunn. You know, the sequel or whatever it is. The reboot or retelling. or He he won't admit to anything. But Oh, Alan Tudyk's in this. <laughs> and Christopher this, Maloney? This part, Who is in this? What is this show? Dude. Highly, highly recommend it. Uh, yeah, I think uh, he plays the Joker. Maloney? I think so. Really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, what's it? Oh, um, I like the guy from Veep. He plays Dr. Psycho. Uh, he was in Arrested Development as well. Uh, I can't remember. His name is blanking me. But anyway. That show, so I, again, I didn't know anything going into it. I figured that it might be more of a teen style show. Like, uh, I definitely gives that vibe off looking at it at least. It is not that at all. It is 100% like R rated. Don't let your kids near this. Um, the sh- it starts in like the ten- the first ten seconds, like Harley's just like murdering people left and right, and it is very very graphic. And just hearing you know Kaylee Cuco like say fuck 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 like over and over and over, it's just like that's it just you know kind of different to me. But the first, I think I'm probably eight episodes into it now. Um, it's still great. Uh, I'm still loving it. They did. Um, renew it for a third season and it like makes sense. Like this show is, is really, really good. And I have horse laughed on multiple occasions <laughs> here and here. And I don't know if I need to bleep this or not, but hearing Dr. Psycho 
like watching him fight Wonder Woman and call her a C word was so (laughs) funny. Oh, Oh, my God. Like, so then he gets banned from the the uh, Doom Squad or uh, Doom. Yeah, I think it's Squad. Whatever squad is, he's like banned from it because he called Wonder <laughs> Woman a c-word on national TV. But it's wow. just it's that dumb kind of humor, and like King Shark, you know, he'll just he just he's a shark, and so he just is murdering people. And uh, Clayface is part of the the gang. I think that's Alan um, Tur- Turig or whatever his last name Tudic, is. But. Yeah, yeah, he's the pilot. Oh from man, the Firefly. That, yes, that. If you have HBO Max or can steal your parents' copy of it or whatever, like check that show out. It's it is fantastic. It's really fun. It's funny. It's it's it definitely has its like childish moments, but it's written for adults. Like this is an adult style cartoon. Hmm. Um, Poison Ivy, you know she's she's in it, and the uh, her landlord is Jason Alexander from Seinfeld. Um. So it's just, I don't know, it's got a really good voice cast to it. And it's it's fun. It's real stupid, too. Like, it's just that dumb kind of humor. I, I wouldn't say it's, like, real far into, like, the um, Rick and Morty style, but it's kind of like that. Hmm. But. Oh, what else have I been up to? Um, our current background show right now is Shit's Creek. That show um, is kind of hit or miss. But when it hits, it's really funny, and it, it'll catch me off guard. So that's like the that's like our background show. If we're just like playing on our phones or whatever, we'll we'll turn Shit's Creek on. Uh, so I finally, I think I've said this a month ago, but I finally started Oathbringer, and just out of the gate, that book is that's the Brandon Sanderson book. It's the third book in the Stormlight Archive. He just released the fourth book like a couple weeks ago. Uh, I'm definitely behind, so I'd like to, you know, try and get through all of this before he releases the the next one. But uh, out of the gate, it's just batshit crazy. That that is a <laughs> really fun series to watch. So if you're into if you're into the fantasy stuff, you would probably like it. Um, but that's that's really it for me. I did want to talk about the thirty sixty a little bit. Okay. So. Uh, the 3060 came out today, I think today, the day that we're recording this. And, uh, I have a 2060 right now. And the reason I've been sticking with this like architecture of cards is because it's the only thing my, my power supply would power. So the 60 series, you know, the 960, I had a 960 upgraded to a 2060, my son is currently has the 960. So I I bought it used, um, but it still sells for you know 200 to 250 dollars. It's not the super; it's just the RTX version of it. Mm-hmm. So this 3060 that they released, it is they say it's like really close to a 3070, where its specs are. A, a, a lot of it is on par. So it's got the same amount of memory. Um, it doesn't have the same amount of CUDA cores. It's 4,864 versus the 5888 in a 3070. But I'm, if I 
felt like I needed another boost, which, you know, maybe depending on like how stuff runs throughout this next year, I think I'd be perfectly happy with a 3060. I don't have a 4K monitor. I have a 1440p. They say it just, it's, it doesn't hitch at all on a 1440p monitor. If I wanted to hook it up to my TV, it would probably start having some issues there trying to like, you know, keep up with that. I'd probably have to like lower my frame rate or lower the the graphics quality to get it to run on a 4K, but for $400, it seems like a really solid upgrade for people. Uh, but it sold out instantly, obviously. The whole series, this whole series of these new NVIDIA graphics cards are selling out as soon as they hit the market, it seems. Um, I don't, I don't see me buying one today, but I think if I were wanting to upgrade, I think the 3060 would be a card that would suffice a, a lot of my needs. So it only does, say that it, it only does it, 1440. So it, it can do 4k, but they don't like recommend it. See, I that, think I don't, I don't understand that. Why in what world would you buy a 3060 and not a, like a PS five discless? So, okay. Well, that's, a, I mean, there's an argument there you could, you can make, um, there's more games on on Steam or whatever you want to play on Epic or whatever, where the PlayStation you're just kind of locked into that ecosystem. And mm, I like maybe, maybe I like playing on a computer. I like playing on this monitor I have, but I don't need it to do 4K because they don't typically make a lot of desk 4K monitors. A lot of them are more 1440p. And I'm not saying they don't make them, but the the general is like a 1440p monitor because you're just sitting so close to it. it, it they say it, it, it rivals their 2080 series, which is, it's just crazy like how close that these, uh, that these are like rivaling each other. Yeah. And it, it is yeah. only $100 less than the 3070, but again... I would have to completely build a new computer if I wanted to try to go above this 60 series. So I'm happy to stick with what I have. You know, my, my computer is probably four years old at this point. Um, but, I, but just knowing that I could possibly get a couple more years out of it, but get a spec bump, you know, moving up to this card. I don't, I don't need it though. I'm just saying like if I wanted to in a year from now or something, then it might be worth it. Yeah, I, and, feel like, honestly, I feel like right now is a really bad time to build a PC because um, just with where like the Xbox and the PS5 are, you know, I feel like we're a couple of way, a couple of years away probably from, you know, the 4060 and the 5060 or whatever they end up being where you, you get those and you go, oh, okay, these, even these lower tier cards are better than what we're getting on consoles now in like the 3080s right. and 90s and stuff. Like... I feel like that's the time to build a PC. Like when when the uh, when the trade off is 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 like much much better. Like no, the games just run way way better on a thirty eighty than they do, or a forty eighty, or whatever it is, than they do in a Series X or a PS five. Right, trying to capture the performance of one of those new consoles is going to be tough. I mean, it, it would be an expensive thing, you know. And I'm I'm not looking for that right now. Like I said, I'm not. I'm not looking to buy a card. I'm, I'm pretty happy with my RTX card I have now. But if you are in the market, I don't think you should overlook the fact 
of what this power is of a 3060 and you could save some money with it. You can buy a lower base power supply and you're, you know, the, the jump from a 3060 to a 3070 is there, but it's still, it's still a powerful card. Yeah. I guess to me, like if I'm going to, since I've always been a console person, like if I'm going to build a gaming PC, I'm building a fucking gaming PC. Like I want, (laughs) I want a 39, I thought 3080. I want, I want, I want to do things that I can't do visually and graphically and performance wise on a console. Right. That would be very, it'd be expensive. <laughs> but Especially right now. Yeah. Yeah. If I, I'm, I'm not trying not to spend any money right now, but if I were to buy something, it would be an Xbox. I know I kept jumping back and forth on if I would want a PlayStation or not, but I, I just, it's just game pass is, is too good of a deal. And I want to be able to, play that on a on a 4k tv so but that hey that's um that's it for me that's all i got i think it's all i got let me check the notes yes that's all i got so we've got some uh video games are still happening we've got cyberpunk coming next week so it's not going to be on this list but i've got a um a list of games here that i'm going to run down so we're going to talk about January, February, and March of 2021. Sounds like a made-up year still. <laughs> and and below this, there's a there's a ton of games that are coming out. I'm not. I don't know if we really want to cover that. Um, I just kind of want to look at like what's happening at the beginning of the year, and then I've got a couple questions for you. So, um, just right off the bat, in January. Uh, we have Hitman 3, which I'm, I've not really paid much attention to the Hitman series. I, I know they, they're kind of goofy, but um, I have not played one. I think I yeah, had I've, an opportunity. They It was free on one of the systems for a while, but... Yeah, I've not never, played this newer this newer series that they've, they've done here in the last five, six years. I think I played Blood Money was the last one that I played. Okay. It's a little long time ago. Uh, so we've got Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time remake. Uh, that's a good game. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's a remake, and so I don't really... I'm just... I don't I don't care, but I'm sure there's an audience out there for it. Uh, a little game called Ride 4. There's Stronghold Warlords. And hold on, sorry. Stronghold colon Warlords. <laughs> And then March and Forest, which that is coming out for that last was coming out at the very end of the month, uh, PC, PS4, and Switch. So on this list, I see one Switch game that is coming out in January. So yeah, uh, kind of a kind of a light month, but you know we were we were figuring that. Um, let's look at February. So we have Outriders, Werewolf colon the Apocalypse dash Earth Blood. <laughs> it looks like that's coming out for everything. Yep. Um, no, it's not. It's not coming out for Switch. Uh, Little Nightmares Two. We have Super Mario 3D World, plus Bowser's Fury. I will probably pick that up. We played 
quite a bit of that on the um, Wii U, but we didn't have the expansion or anything, and my kids really like that game, so that's a fun one. Uh, any interest in Far Cry 6? Um, yeah. Yeah, that game got delayed, though. It's not coming out February anymore. Oh, damn it, um, Shaq News. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. I'm always sort of half interested in Far Cry until they come out, and then everybody just kind of says they're meh. Yeah, or it's like just the same thing that they've kind of always done. Right, yeah. Just another open world game. Yeah. I re- what, which one was I really into there for a while? Three? Four. It's like five years five years after the fact it came out, I was like, man, this is a really good game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was four. Oh, okay. Uh, Riders Republic comes out February 25th. Wing of Darkness. And then Bravely Default 2. Now, don't confuse that, Rich. Because there is a game out there called Bravely Second, mm. which is a sequel to Bravely Default, mm. which is a game that I spent a lot of time on. So the Bravely series is like an old school style RPG. And I'm not joking. I maybe 15 hours into that game, maybe more even, uh, you know, it's just the typical like uh, turn based combat. And something happens in the story. I don't remember what it was, but basically you lose your memory. And then the fairy that is like following you around and like helping tell the story and stuff just like kind of turns to the camera and is like, well, looks like we're going to have to do all this again. They want you to play the fucking game that you just played over again. (laughs) You have to backtrack and do everything you just did. Oh boy. Why? Why? <laughs> just to pad it, just to make it where you can put this as a 40 hour adventure on the back yep. of the box. Yep, there you go. Uh, I took a picture of it and I think I tweeted it. I was just like, no, nope, fuck you. I'm done. This, I'm not doing that again. Come on. That's ridiculous. So hopefully this game doesn't do that. But uh, it was fun when I played of it, if you like turn based RPGs. Uh, the, hey, another light month. Uh, and then March, we've got Harvest Moon, One World. I would love to like like a Harvest Moon game, but I can't get into those. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, which isn't that out now? That's out now, oh, but it'll this be is, on PS5. This is PS5. Yeah. Yes, yeah, PS5. thank you. Thank you. All right, Story of Seasons, colon, Pioneers of Olive Town. I know you're jumping for that one. Oh, yeah. Balon Wondered World. And then Monster Hunter Rise. Man, me and you, we really need to try that Monster Hunter game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never played one. Yeah, I haven't either. So, questions for you. Okay, so first off, there's a there's a ton of games that are on this news article from Chack News. Well, I'll post this in the show notes um, that are on here. So, I was kind of looking through them and, like... I'm getting into ARPGs now. I liked uh, Divinity, obviously. So the Baldur's Gate 3, the same company is is working on that. So I'm definitely interested to play that. But man, just really like looking through this list, there's nothing that is like really exciting to me. Like obviously this is, there, there's a lot of good games that are going to, you know, that are going to be coming out, but it was just a little shocking to kind of like just look through these and be like, okay, this it's nothing is sticking out that I'm like, okay, I can't, I'm dying to play that. 
Yeah, I mean, or there's, I, there's I, a I couple in there. Uh, like God of War is 2021. I just don't know when. Um, Halo Infinite. Obviously. Is it 2021? Yeah. See, I thought um, Horizon would come out before God of War. Yeah, Horizon is also 2021. Um, oh, Halo, wow. Halo, Halo Infinite is 2021. Um, there's another little game called Deathloop that's going to come out in May. I think it got delayed to May. It's going to come out early mm-hmm. this year, but it got delayed. Um, that game looked kind of interesting. Uh, let's see here. I'm kind of scrolling through that. Hogwarts Legacy game is apparently 2021. Hogwarts Legacy? Yeah, the like Harry Potter um, universe like RPG. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Madden 22. I mean, what else? What else are you looking for? Hey, you know, I think I would love to play the New Horizon game. <laughs> State of Decay 3. I really want to play that when it comes out with you. I, I played a little bit of 2, and that was a fun game. Fun uh, okay. co-op game, like multiplayer game. What about near replicant ver one two two four seven four four eight seven one three nine? I don't know anything about that stuff. Yeah, I no clue. Either. Yeah, I mean it's it's obviously with COVID and uh, the state of where things are in the world is going to depend on if some of these games get pushed, but uh, mm-hmm. which they they probably will, I'm sure. Um, and then there's like Elden Ring and uh, Star. Uh, Skyfall, not Starfield. Skyfall, Starfield. Um, yeah, you know, there's there's some big games like that that are kind of the next, I guess, kind of cyberpunky type of games that are going to get a lot of hype. Um, when do you when when do you think Starfield would come out? So Starfield is the the next game from the from um, Bethesda. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I I'd say probably 2022. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's a next year game. So do you think they could back-to-back year release Starfield and Elder Scrolls? Mm, I don't know. Probably depends on if how well Starfield does. Mm. I don't think so. I think I think Elder Scrolls is a long, long way off. And like how long they want to support it with DLC and all that. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like Elder Scrolls is a long way off. But who knows? They get some of that Microsoft money. Maybe they uh, ramp it up a little bit. So let me ask you this. What do you think of uh, a new... Could we see a new Switch console next year? Yes. And do you think that if they release something like that, that they would wait to release Metroid Prime 4 on that? I That I don't know. They tend to have a... a uh, they have a past of releasing things for both consoles. I could see it coming out for both. Yeah, I, I mean, I would be interested in a an upgraded Switch, but I don't, I, I, they don't need to do it. Like I like the look of their games, but yeah, I think also the I think the kicker the there though, look. yeah, I think the kicker there though is all the third party stuff. So like The Witcher is on right. the Switch and Oblivion, uh, the Bethesda games are on the Switch. So yes. it's like. When those games start running not great on the Switch is is probably when we get a new Switch. And they don't. Yeah. So I, I played Skyrim on a Switch for a while, and it's it was not a great experience. Like, Fog of War was definitely prevalent there. Yeah. Um, 
and I've I've I watched the quick look of um, oh geez Fire Emblem Three Houses, and it just looks kind of like hitchy, like the frame rate's bad, and yeah. so I I would be interested in a new one, but I just I don't know. I think it would have to really sell me on like why I would want to upgrade. Like if they were saying that you could see, uh, I'll say PS4 or Xbox One level quality on it, that there might there might be something there. But like just thinking back, you know, Odyssey was a really good looking game, but Breath of the Wild didn't run great. You know, no, the framework yeah. like suffered. So it would be nice to see a spec bump. I would. Be curious to see what they'd price it at. But. Yeah, because the the switch is um, is only seven twenty p. Right. Yeah. So even getting it up to a, like a ten k or a ten eighty p screen would be a pretty a pretty big bump. And so, I was looking to buy an extra um, dock for the switch. So we have we actually we have a switch light. Uh, it's my wife's, and then we have like the switch that pretty much just stays on the TV. And I was looking at different docks. The like Nintendo dock is I think it's like $40 or something, but there were different um brands of docks that you could buy and they were saying it could output it in 4K. I have no idea how it could do that, but they were on Amazon were touting that, you know, we can pump this up to 4K. It might be it might be media you can play media from the Switch at 4K, not games. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's a good point. Because, like, the Xbox uh, Xbox One S, the one we have, can play, like, Netflix at 4K, but it can't play games at 4K. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, anything else from this list? Like, what else would you... What else would get you excited for games of 2021? Um... There's rumors that we're going to maybe hear about like a new Grand Theft Auto. Whether or not that would come out next year, yeah, I don't what they, know. What are they working on outside of just supporting the online stuff? I don't know. I mean, I they got to make another one of those games at some point. Right. And, and maybe they just roll. Maybe it just becomes like Grand Theft Auto Online instead of like Grand Theft Auto 5 Online. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, well, they, they just split off Red Dead yeah. into its own separate... And the I think it's five dollars or something. That's so you stupid. Can start playing Red. You can start playing Red Dead. <laughs> Why even charge any money at that point? Like, just make it. I free. don't know. It just seems stupid to me. Um, yeah, they're making so much money off that stuff. Like, yeah. Oh well. Hey, you know what? There's they're going to charge five dollars because there's probably going to be four or five million people that'll pay for it, and there's twenty five million dollars, yeah. and then they can dump that into Grand Theft Auto Six, hopefully one day. <laughs> But we'll see, I guess. Um, so there's there's a little part of me that wants to buy an Oculus Quest. Hmm. So I have a I have a friend that uh, he actually develops stuff in VR, and he has picked up the Oculus Quest two, and said that uh, it is really good. He plays. You know the new games on it. He's been playing Star Wars Squadron on it, and talks about how nice it is. And you know, there I would like to play Half Life Alex. I want to check that game out. 
And he said, you know, the Oculus Quest 2 doesn't do that, but you can buy a cable and hook it up to your computer and it will basically allow it to do that. I don't I don't understand like what the limitation is there, but I think it's um, like a store thing. I think that because that's a technically yeah. a Steam product and Oculus is a Facebook product, but there's some sort of right. software you can run that uh, you can play you can play them across each uh, headset. I don't remember what it's called, but I know it exists. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I was about to say. He 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 was forced to use a Facebook account, and which he didn't have, so he he was forced to create one. And so because it is going all through, you know, the Facebook stuff, like it, it's required to have a Facebook, which most people do. But still, if you don't and you wanted to buy one, you would have to create one. So I think there's enough stuff out there that I'm interested in. I think my kids would have a lot of fun with it. Um, it might be something I pick up like next year around this time to see if there's any sales and just to kind of see what the industry is going to do with it for another year. But I, I would like to, I've really, I've only put a VR headset on for one thing, and it was at uh, a previous company I worked at where someone created a Christmas tree in VR, and that was kind of cool. But I've I've not really messed with it. It's not like I can go to a demo anymore and put on a headset because that's just, that's just not offered anymore. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and I have a computer that could that could definitely run it and would, you know, easily run Half-Life Alex. So, I I'm hoping that they continue to pump out games in VR, but I know that I don't like the fact that like PlayStation is starting to not lose interest in it, but the fact that they don't really have a plan yet for the PlayStation 5 for VR, it just makes me think that they're not quite abandoning it. But if I was a developer, <laughs> I wouldn't like where they're going with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah, outside of this stuff, uh, just looking at this list, I, I don't really know what I'm excited about. Hey, I, I want Divinity on the iPad. That's been announced. But um, outside of that, yeah, I just want to see stuff in VR to like finally force my hand to buy a VR headset. Um. And, and like I was talking about at the beginning of the of the episode, I, I, I want to see more of those little quirky, like, one-off games. Um, I just think that stuff really helps the industry and keeps, keeps devs on their toes, which is nice. Um, and, I, I, you know, I, I want to see what Microsoft ends up doing. You know, I, I just bought nine months of Game Pass uh, for like really really cheap <laughs> um so i'm just hoping that they you know keep releasing stuff on there uh they made an they announced like at the very beginning of this year like their roadmap of game pass and there if you look at the screenshot of it there's like 50 box arts of games on there and they had all the final fantasy games on there well, it's December, and the one Final Fantasy game that I've been waiting all freaking year for them to release, it's still not released, and it's not on their release schedule. Uh-oh. So I don't I don't know, like, what's happening there, but hopefully... I mean, it's like a $20 game. If I really wanted to play it, I'd just buy it, but uh, I'm just holding out, because at some point, it's supposed to be on Game Pass, but... Well, anything else? 
No, no. I think as far as twenty twenty one goes, the one the only thing I'm looking forward to is Halo. That's that's the one thing that I kind of have to play. I have to know what that thing is. That, that are they gonna do? Uh, are they gonna do um, like a a battle royale of that? I I if they if they do they've they've lost me. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, you can make a good battle royale. I think royale that game Halo, moves but... a little too slow for for a like a big open world like that. Uh, the Halo you're thinking about, yeah. But recent Halos have had sprinting and rocket packs and all oh, sorts yeah. of garbage. Um, that's not what I'm looking for in Halo, but um, yeah. We'll see. Hmm. We'll see. We'll find out this year. We we better. <laughs> they better release that damn game this yeah. year. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. So, thanks you everyone for listening. If you want to send us an email, you can send that to emails at bitpunch.tech. You can check out our website at bitpunch.tech. Thank you, Rich, for putting that together. And you can follow us on Twitter at bitpunch. Games of 2021. Again, that just it sounds so far away, and man, we're like a month away. Yeah, we're literally a month away. It's I don't, I don't even know. And you know, probably uh, I'm not playing anything but Cyberpunk in all of 2021 because that <laughs> game is like 200 hours freaking long. I'm like a little bitter about that, but I'm still really looking forward to it. So. <laughs> Your favorite game is Divinity. Yeah. Isn't that game like absurdly long also? Oh yeah, it's like 80 hours long. Why do I always choose these long ass games? And then I want Baldur's <laughs> Gate 3, which is probably a 100 hour game. But <clears throat> Well, hey, thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you, Rich. Yep. And we will be back next week. Thanks, everyone. 